When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. COVID has thrown everyone for a loop and has generally made things, well, terrible. But it's made it extremely hard to find someone if you're single. So what do you do when it's Valentine's Day? I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. With me to offer her sagely singles advice, incident reporter and Love Sings columnist, Erin Carson. Welcome, Erin. Thanks for having me. So before we get into Valentine's Day, I'm hoping you could talk a little bit about what it's been like for singles looking for love during the pandemic. You know, there have been a few phases of pandemic dating. When all of this started, I think the big question was just how do you date at all when this is happening? And at the time, we saw a lot of dating apps, if not most dating apps, scrambling to do things like build out video chat functions, uh, which we had not previously seen very much of, and come up with other incentives to essentially keep people swiping around. But more recently, I think that, you know, kind of post-vaccines, some of the normalcy has returned, but for a lot of daters, there's still this, like, added caution uh, because the pandemic is not over. And so on top of all the regular types of conversations you have, you know, with someone that you maybe are starting to date, you're also talking about things like exposure risks and and testing and and all of that. So very romantic. (laughs) Yeah, I imagine that has to be like the first topic of conversation. And, and again, I'm asking from the perspective of someone who's married with kids and hasn't been on the dating scene for for a long, long time. I kind of missed like the Tinder boat, and I'm I'm curious how those services translate, how those services evolved for the pandemic. Because you mentioned they had to introduce new features, especially as things are kind of quasi getting back to normal. How like have those apps sort of changed for good, or are they kind of reverting back to pre-pandemic? Uh, what they were like pre-pandemic? Yeah, you know, I think it depends somewhat on the preferences of the dater. I think that some of the video uh, calling is probably here to stay. It seems like that was. Um, kind of a popular thing for people to do very like a light a light vibe check on someone Ah, (laughs) you can do like a quick video call and suss them out before you know deciding to take the time and possibly the the exposure of you know meeting up with somebody at a bar or um, a coffee shop or or wherever else but something that's been really interesting is you know app annie just which is a um, apps analytic analytics firm just put out some data uh, today that said that in 2021 people spent about 4.2 billion billion with a b globally on dating apps and that's actually up from 30% in 2020. So, you know, I think some of the thinking here is that daters are even more dependent on the apps than ever to meet people because perhaps a lot of them are not going to maybe the places they used to and and being out in the world and have that sort of, you know, real world potential of, of running into somebody. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting thought that like one of the, potentially one of the legacies of this is that we're even 
less prone to kind of go out and naturally meet someone or if we're, we're potentially more prone to uh, or more incentivized to use these apps as a as sort of a filter before we even meet someone in real life? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it it feels like um, I think a lot of daters would probably say that increasingly the apps feel like maybe not exactly your only option, but sort of your best bet. And uh, yeah, I think the pandemic has just reinforced that. All right. Well, let's get back to Valentine's Day Uh, for singles folks out there, folks who are single. What advice do you have? Yeah, I've got, you know, a couple kind of key points to hit. I think, for one, don't hide. Um, You know, on a day like today, for a lot of singles, uh, it can bring some amount of being self-conscious or feeling like you might be judged. But my best advice is, like, look, if you've got other single friends, make plans. Something COVID-safe, perhaps. Um, But, you know, uh, don't just, like, sit inside and mope and and feel bad about it. Uh, You can still have, like, a really nice day if you live your life and you, uh, yeah, you know, plan something positive for yourself. Um, Something else is do something nice for your friends, some kind of small gesture of kindness. It doesn't have to be anything big or elaborate, whether it's, um, you know, give somebody a call or maybe bring a friend a coffee. And, And this actually ties back into some reporting that CNET did, um, in 2020, my colleague Alison Danisco Rayom wrote this story about uh, sort of the science behind happiness. And our brains are really wired for pro social behavior. So the thing is, when you do something nice for someone, it makes you feel good. So uh, everybody wins. It's a little self serving, but <laughs> you could also, you know, make somebody's day a little bit nicer. No, uh, yeah, and I really like that idea because it, one, I mean, I, I'd argue you wouldn't really need a Valentine's Day type event to uh to kind of give you a reason to do some random act of kindness but i like the idea that you know this is potentially a catalyst for that exactly and that's even i mean through the pandemic even um you know i know what i saw from myself and some friends is is as an example of this like sending out cards just little note cards like here and there you know through snail mail and it's it's nice to sit down and do something you know take a few minutes to write a note to a friend and then if you get something back in the mail that's also a nice little boost so um, right and there's that. that and the idea the idea there isn't like you're necessarily doing it for something out for someone to reciprocate you're really just doing this to be kind exactly exactly so you know you can't always control a lot about your own experience of a day like valentine's but you can help make somebody else's better so um you know that's that's a good thing and then the other point is you know burnout is really common among online daters uh i suppose nothing is impossible but i don't know how much good you're doing at 9 p.m. on Valentine's, swiping around. <laughs> so maybe give yourself a clearance of a few days just to take a break and, you know, sit with wherever you are and and not, you know, put any added pressure on yourself um, at this time of year. Yeah, no, that's probably good advice. You're, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, always good advice to not uh, make rash decisions under... Uh, extreme situations or situations where maybe you're emotionally heightened. So that that's probably really good advice. Uh, any, any last tips for, for folks, uh, you know, dealing with Valentine's day. 
Yeah. So I would say, uh, you know, one general kind of thought is I think that sometimes in society we can have this idea that if you're partnered up, that is some kind of an achievement. And if you're single, that is a failure. And that's just very silly. There's a lot of reasons and circumstances why people have the, um, you know, marital statuses or whatever that they do. So, you know, just think about that and and let it go. <laughs> you know, you've done nothing wrong. Um, and the other thing is, like, buy the candy. You know, like, it's going to be on sale. Just buy the candy. There's no reason not to. So that's that's what I, I would, would say, leave uh, daters my wife with. Would, my <laughs> wife would always say, buy the candy the day after Valentine's Day, because that's usually when it exactly. goes on sale. It's inflation go. fighting is what it is. So there you go. There you go. You're being well, smart. Erin, <laughs> thanks for your time. You can check out her Love Sings column at cena.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign for direct text messages from me by handing to cena.co slash say the charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>